Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Crowcast Podcast. I'm Shane. Hey, I'm Ronnie. And these are the audio versions of the interviews we've had with our special guests on Crowcast. This episode is with Wayne Doyle from Scarlet Rebels. Yeah, they've recently signed to Eurek Records, but they're a band that are, they've always been on our radar, mate, because we go back with them. We, you know, we talk about it during this episode. Um, we, we played with them in Ibiza uh, many moons yeah. ago where they were a different band. Uh, they were called Void, and Wayne goes into the story of how they changed their name and how they've grafted, um, which that was kind of the theme of this episode is just how hard you have to work to, to get up and down the country and, you know, sometimes for nothing, but the biggest reward is the memories. Yeah, and you can tell in the way Wayne talks, you know, he wants it, bro. Do you know what I mean? He's like, he's, he's hungry for it. There's a hunger there with all the boys. And, um, yeah, they work extremely hard, as we did. So there, there are similarities there. And, you know, again, being Welsh, um, we know what it's like, you know, jumping in that van and, and travelling from Wales to, you know, God knows it, Scotland, wherever. Um, it's a long old journey. You're not in the centre of the UK, you know. You're on the outskirts in Wales and... Um, you know, if you want to play the bigger shows, you've got to leave Wales sometimes um, in the early days. So, yeah, incredibly hard grafting. I'm I'm super happy they've got the record deal and um, hope to see big things now with a new album. Completely echo all of that. Uh, great boys. Shall we get into it? Here we go. Strap in. This is Crowcast Podcast. <laughs> the castle should we have our next guest on let's keep it rolling let's keep the the music flowing and the chats going here we go crew family please welcome singer and frontman of scarlet rebels mr wayne doyle hello all right, all right all. hey how's it going buddy yeah not too bad man how are you thank you yeah, for having me on good. no problem at all bud absolute pleasure been pretty busy busy but with scarlet rebels yeah yeah it's been um it's been, it's been good, yeah. It's been, you know, we're not selling castles out like you guys, like, but you know. <laughs> You're on the bill, though. <laughs> well, yeah, you know. Just um, mind my own business. And I had um, uh, like a, a Facebook message from Rob come through going, Do you want to, um, are you busy on this date? And I was like, Why? Uh, and he was like, We've got this gig in Cardiff Castle with those damn crows. And I was like, No, we're not busy. Um, <laughs> and, and, and even if we were, I mean, like, <clears throat> It got to the point where I was like, look, we'll do the festival. We'll open it up at like 11 o'clock in the morning and we'll drive to Cardiff straight, you know? Totally cool with it anyway. I should have checked, but I was just like, nah, nah. There's, I would never have been able to live with myself if we'd have said no, like, you know? So I was like, yeah, no, we're on this this, this party. So yeah, I'm so excited for it. We're buzzing. Yeah, it's going to be great, man. Yeah. Uh, we... Go on, bud. Sorry, I was going to say, Alex, been a, he's been a true champion of the band, in all fairness, our band as well. Um, from start and the the whole, like, Viva Revolution 
of of music and the crazy bugger, wouldn't it? But because we've done shows from Cardiff to Reading to um to everywhere under under old crazy cowboy like and um he's just always championed champion us on so it's great he's yeah. doing that with bands because he's not a you know he's not a selfish guy he's a great promoter and um that it was it was great that he he said that you know because a lot of people would have been like hang on a minute now you have agreed and you know and yeah I know, things, I, know, so. I know I know but um it was just one of those you know it's like the first, uh, I think either DVD or video music I ever bought was the Stereophonic Cardiff Castle. And uh, I played it to death. I think it was on BBC as well. And I might have recorded it and just played it to death. And then when, you know, it's just like, what? Number one, it was with, with you guys. And we wanted to play on the same bill with you guys for ages, just to catch up um, as much as anything. And then obviously at Cardiff Castle, I'm like, what? Yes, please. Um yeah, so it was. It was. It, it went from being a really shitty Monday to like a really good Monday. So uh, obviously, then we were like, "Oh, are we gonna are we gonna get released?" And then the minute Alec was like, "Yeah, of course," we were like, "Oh, fucking sweet man." So yeah, it was good. And I generally can't wait, as you can tell. I'm smiling for change. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, bud. So yeah. you guys have been really busy. You got a new album coming out soon, bro. Yeah, man. So um, we got an album which is available for pre-order. Right now, um, it's going to be released next year. Obviously, we're doing the long um, pre-order campaign to try and give us a chance to just to, for something to uh, tangible to happen for the band, you know, so we can sort of base camp there, maybe. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So we're yeah. So it's called See Through Blue. It's available via Eric. Um, and yeah, it's 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 good. It's it's. I think it's an album that we wouldn't have made had the pandemic not happened. You know, it kind of uh, sort of um, directed a lot of the sort of themes and stuff that I was writing about. So. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the government and and all that type of shit and yeah. Well, it's it's Boris it's Boris Johnson, isn't it? Casting the shadow of of a demon or a devil. Yeah. And obviously it's called See-Through Blue because um, a lot of people have said, is that meant to be Donald Trump or Boris Johnson? Well, it's meant to be Boris Johnson, which is why the album is called See-Through Blue. Um, because I was like, everything that they seem to be doing was quite transparent in terms of, you know, uh, getting contracts with their mates and stuff like that. And it just pissed me off, to be honest with you boys. I was sitting here watching you know, uh, news reports and just everything was just happening every day. And there was people dying and the only thing that, you could kind of read about was the government lining up contracts for their, their mates, you know, like not taking, um, you know, all the PPE stuff from people who were offering it in this country for free because their mates had contracts to do it elsewhere and all that kind of thing. And it just really wound me up to the point where we needed to deliver an album by the end of the year. And obviously I was just stuck in the house myself. So, yeah, it just kind of formed a lot of the the basis of what the album's about, really. So, um, yeah. So, what, is it an angry album, man? Is that... Uh, it's pointed. Um, you know, there are... There's one song on there called See Through Blue, which is... Could get me into a lot of trouble, but... Uh, we'll <laughs> <see>. <laughs> it's not like Rage Against the Machine. It doesn't sound like... <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not like, you know, like everything detailed or whatever, but, it, you know, lyrically, yeah, it, you know, there are some quite pointed... Um, things on there, yeah, so... so but, you know, get, Will we get to your sort of new material at the Castle, bud, or...? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're doing some songs off the album now. Um, so we've got... Uh, we've released a single, Storm, which is at the 
Jimmy Stewart yesterday, we put that out um, the same day as the pre-order. Um, and we've got a single coming out in September, I believe. Um, and we're basically going to be dropping songs all the way along throughout the rest of this year, you know, as nice. bands are doing long pre-order campaigns do to try and boost those um, pre-order numbers, yeah, so... Is it is it a yeah. good vibe? You know, like for us, when we got new material now, we, we, we're we busting to play the new material because we've been playing the old one for so long, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, we... Yeah, it, it's it, it's really weird because the way that we wrote the album was... So, obviously, if we go back, like, a year, we just, on the back of touring our first album, Show Your Colours, and then uh, we needed to write the follow-up to it, so... We were at the time, it was the beginning of last year, January 2020, and we were going into, we were on tour at the time, doing um, a tour between ourselves and Revival Black, the Rising Tour. Um, and it started in January and it was going up until May. And um, so every rehearsal we were doing, or some check, we were writing basically, um, you know, the composition of a song. So the way that we would do it is write, you know, how the song structure was going to go between us. And then I would use that then to, to write the melody and, and the lyrics uh, later on. So that was the plan. And we I think we, we came up with the basis of one or two tracks. And then the lockdown happened and we were just stuck. Um, so it just landed then that we had to write an album in silo pretty much. So what we did was I wrote a bunch of songs. Um, Josh wrote uh, the composition of four or five tracks. Chris did uh, the composition of three tracks. And then we went into the recording studio um, in September. We had to go in separately or, you know, only a few of us at a time because of restrictions. And as you know, Wales is so much worse than anywhere else, I think. Mm. Um, so then what they did was they wrote the, so we recorded the actual composition of the songs to a click track. Um, and then we give them the roughs to gallery to go away and say, right, you're going in next week to record the drums on. So you didn't have a lot of time, you know? Um, and then I would, the ones that I'd written, I already had like the uh, melodies and the verses and, and, and some of the lyrics for. And then the ones that the boys had written the compositions for, I took those away and sort of came up with the melodies and um, and, uh, and uh, lyrics uh, at home. Mm. Um, and I just think like, you know, all that stuff that, like I said, I, we were watching was just informing the, the writing process in terms of lyrical themes and stuff, you know, so... Yeah, I love that. I, I, I'm, I'm like that. I, I tend not to watch the news. I had to switch it off through, halfway through the pandemic, but it was getting me in a real sort of low place. Like I, um, yeah, yeah, you know, just watching the shit happen and unfold, and there's nothing. You would have no control, and I, I'm not saying I'm a control freak, but um, I do love telly. I do love watching, um, you know, life. You know, I watch. You know, when you go out and about, if you're in a restaurant, I'm, I'm constantly observing people sort of um, what they do and it sparks off. I'm always thinking like, that sparks off ideas. Yeah, 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 yeah. And stuff. Yeah. But I had to switch that news off, dude, halfway through because it was just, it was getting me so low. Yeah. So low. I, 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 I'm the same, but I just, it, it was like, I, we needed to deliver an album by the end of the year. So I was like, I needed to get some sort of, you know, whether I was reading through papers or scrolling through news yeah. things and just get some sort of, hooked it or some sort of you know thing to latch my uh, thing my head around really just yeah. you know what I was I going to write about and that, it's just one of those really I mean I never set out to just to write something that was as pointed as it turned out to be but it, in the end I was like uh, you know 
it was pointless going half in. I may as well just say what I what I was thinking, and uh, it's turned out that you know that there was people interested in, in 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 sort of releasing it for us and stuff. So I think it's it's turned out well in that respect. But time will tell whether people like it or not. You know, <laughs> we'll see. Um, but yeah, no, it's been, but um, it's been fruitful because like you know I think like a lot of the things the same with you guys. You know, had the the pandemic not happened, you wouldn't be doing this, which would mean that potentially, you know. Your paths obviously would go in amazing anyway, but you know it's obviously had to take a slight detour, and now you're back on it and stuff. So it's the same with us. You know, we probably wouldn't have written the album that we have written had the pandemic not happened. So just try and look at it in a positive manner, really, and come out of it as best we can, swing in. You know, so exactly. But no, kudos to you. You know, you've done something through the pandemic, and like we were saying to Tom and Chris earlier, like we love that. Don't we, Ron? Yeah, I mean. I've made it clear throughout, like I said, this is 71 episodes now. Anybody who's trying, just try in. It, it doesn't have mm-hmm. to, to come off or anything. But like you, you boys, we've mentioned before in previous episodes where you can always see that you're grinding at it. I mean, we go back with you for anybody watching this we um or, or listening. We, we go back with you to Ibiza. Ibiza Rocks, um, Hard Rock Hell, or what was that, three, four years ago? Yeah, that was like 2018, 2018, yeah. 2018, yeah. Um, and like we bumped into there, um, and I was like, oh, fuck, you know, I know the, the name change, which not, you know, maybe a lot of people don't realise, but you were a different different name at that point, and you'd gone through the mill, and I'm going to pay you the same compliment as I did the boys on before you, that we know you've grafted, like, you know, we know you've been through the mill, um, you're constantly trying to knock on doors, and whether that be change your name, new material, whatever it be, um, you're constantly working at it to make it and craft it to be your, to be your job, like to be your, your, yeah. your way of life. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is mad, but cause you can, you can see that that, that hard work is now paying off. Like I said, it's, it's mad to think that we, we left Ibiza. I think shortly after that, we, well, we did, didn't we? We sang with Eurek. And then it's great now having met you. Like when I heard throughout the pandemic, Christ. I mean, when you look back on this in a couple of years, you've signed a record deal and got a brand new record out during a during that, like you know. So yeah, I know, I know, it's, it's crazy. It's know, it's a um, massive pat in the back, but because like I said, a lot of people would, I uh, I I just wait for it, you know. And and I'm not just talking like you know, big bands can can afford to have that time off because they've worked hard for 20 years and it's a time for them to settle down with their family and financially. I know a lot of their crews can kind of if they're on retainers and stuff, they're comfortable. Or the ones who are not, that's that's really that's horrible. Um, but for bands like especially we're we're still riding that journey and that path to 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 get your name there um, to kind of think oh there's not much can be done it's a real credit to yourself and to 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 the boys that were on before you because you just you know and the same with us I always say that you've always got to make something happen um, or Shane have said it as well for years if you make something happen something good will come from it or something like I want to Shane if you do yeah something always comes from something like so yeah yeah you know um, nothing comes from nothing do you know what I mean it's like you, you do yeah, something. No, yeah, yeah. You, the things are open up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The one thing I, one thing I respect about you boys is you're the same as us, where you've driven across the the country for peanuts, <laughs> uh, just to play the yeah. like, yeah, just to play the twenty smiling faces. If we're lucky, like, let's be honest. So yeah, it's mad, you know what, isn't it? It's, it's weird. It's, it's we the weirdest thing. Like we did, 
it was the back end of 2018. It might have been the back end of 2018. And we went to, um, we played in Dundee. And uh, we played to six people, which were two people who would come to see us. And the rest were members of the other band. There wasn't our gig. We were supporting a different band. And we got up to Dundee in the middle of December. It was freezing cold. I had this really weird, we were driving to Dundee and there was this, there's this big bridge. I think we took a wrong turn and we got over this really massive bridge. And I had this real weird pang to go like, fuck me, we're miles away from home. There's this really weird feeling thinking, oh, fucking hell, where the fuck are we sort of thing. And um, we played the six people and on the way back, like not one of us said like, what the fuck are we doing? Do you know what I mean? It was like, there was just something inherent like inside us all just to go, this is going to play a part in something that happens later on. And um, even now we can laugh about it, like, because we, nobody kind of questioned it. It was, we didn't get paid for doing the gig. You know, we went to Dundee, we paid off all their, our own back and stuff. And we played to nobody. And just yet yeah, somehow it was like, it was always a tiny piece of something that we were trying to work towards. Um, and we've done that for years. I mean, there's void because we spelled the name like with a zero, which is, the stupidest thing we've ever done. Anyway. Like probably any band in the world has ever done. It's spell that you know you spell the band name so nobody can find you. Um, it's just fucking bizarre. And do you know when somebody? It was actually in Ibiza, and a few people turned around and said, "We can't find your name on on our phones and stuff." And I was like, "Oh, it's because you pissed. Give me a phone, and then I can find it." And obviously, because I was looking on my phone and like the cookies that had been stored and remembered and stuff. And I was just like, oh, fucking hell, this is a problem. Because it kind of, a light just went, ding, it just went on straight away. And I got on the plane, going back to Ibiza, thinking, we have to change the name of the band. We have to, because we're killing ourselves for no reason. And then we changed the name to Scarlet Rebels, and I think we did, like, one or two gigs that weekend. It was really weird, you know, we were all a bit like, ooh, the name's a bit dodgy, and it's a bit of a dodgy name. But we were like, we just roll with it, because nobody else has commented, it's just whatever, it's just the name of a band sort of thing. And then our social media started to pick up, you know, overnight and people could find us and, and we were just like, it's not like a light being switched on. And I was just like, fucking hell, it was 10 years of grafting for, just for that, like, you know, because we, we weren't even giving ourselves the opportunity to be found anywhere. So there we go. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't you don't know that. I mean, I, I think that's the most magical thing about being in a band, which is fucked up to say, is the mistakes you make, which could probably save you months, if not years, of of fucking torture. Um, but we all look back and we, we, you know, we can't take that wisdom with us. Like, do you know what I mean? No, and, no, um, no, and I think they're for a reason, because like if you didn't do that, you wouldn't be where you are now. You wouldn't have the name possibly that you got now. Um, and bizarrely, you wouldn't have that cool story as well, like you know, because because yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't think nothing of it when I first met you. It was like, oh, was, oh, they well, sure, all right, cool. And then we spoke to friends who loved your band, and they were like, they gotta fucking sort that name out. And and that was the first thing they said. And I was like, and I didn't get why until like yeah, I yeah. met you on the road and asked you, or I'd ask you, I'd ask somebody in the band, why have you changed the name? And when they explained the story, I was like, oh, fucking hell, I never thought of that. So it was yeah, a same yeah. simple, simple thing. Simple. Like, oh, I hadn't thought of that. Like, you know, it's... Um... thing was, we were getting things like... Um, <laughs> we were getting booked, right? So I remember we had a, a gig booked in London and uh, the promoter emailed me saying, can you send me the logo of the band? So I was like, sent the logo for Void and went on to this post and we were on this post. And next thing, so we were planning, you know, what time you're going to get there, blah, blah, blah. 
And uh, I saw this poster then going around on social media with the, the logo removed. And I was like, what the fuck have we been kicked off this bill without knowing? So then I contacted the promoter and he was like, oh, you said you wouldn't do it. And I was like, no, I never. And he's like, oh, that was another bank called Void. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, this has got to stop now. <laughs> like, we were getting gigs cancelled because they were going to other bands called Void and they were going, ah, oh, we're not booked for that. And it was us. Like, you know, so, so in the end, we were just like, yeah, let's just, let's just, you know, because there was a little bit of like, um, a little bit of stubbornness on my behalf to start with going, no, we're going to be the band that makes Void stick and all that. And then in the end, I just went, you know what? It's a fucking shit name anyway, so let's just change it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> So yeah, so we uh, we changed and generally it's the best thing we've ever done. It's generally the literally the best thing we've ever done. Um so yeah. So Yeah, and you've been on a journey, but and you know, we've seen you still yet again going up and down the country. We've met you even in service stations that yeah, has happened, yeah. happened, which is fucking great. You can't write that, can you like do you know what I mean? Oh, do you know what? Is this it's somebody uh, on Facebook's dream and it? it's like me and us sitting there having a McDonald's together at like six o'clock in the morning. So sitting there having a McDonald's and I look over and I go, I recognise that person walking in. It's fucking Lloyd, isn't it? And then he was like half asleep and then he was like, Whoa, right. And then next thing or everybody comes in and we were just like, This is fucking mental. I think you've just been to Manchester, Neil. You've been to Manchester and we'd come back from wildfire. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so bizarre. Like like I said, it's only happened a couple of times to us. There was yourselves, uh Bob Richards as well, wasn't it, Shane? Um, uh, he was out. He was out in the road. We've seen him in a service station yeah. of all places. But I love that because it's just like everybody grafting, and you don't know where anyone is. You know what I mean? So you know, it's it's that that whole meeting up, like you said, and that that weird world at five six o'clock in the morning yeah. of being in a band. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it does tend to be Welsh bands we see. Bob, we saw Bob. We saw. The, Scarlet Rebels, it was Buffalo Summer, remember? Buffalo Summer, yes, we're all bro. We're going yes. home, we? Like, so we all just... Yeah, yeah so the one on the M50, innit? That's, that's where we stopped, is the, the last one on the, before you went down on the M50. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's trying to is it? Yeah, that's where we stopped, yeah. 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 And it is, it is mental, because, like, you know, we've been there where... Like you said, you have those journeys, whether it's like yourself from Dundee or we've we've done like, we remember doing Wildfire back in the day. Um, I think actually that's the one where I was going to, I was thinking in my head, there was one gig where we drove home and I think it was because we had Jay driving us, Shane, and we stopped and I just remember it being light and we were all, I, I don't know if you've had this, Wayne, where you're just all like laughing, but you don't know why you're laughing. And um you, you, it's almost like your head is hurting because you haven't slept. Or if you have slept, your neck is killing from like sitting in a van for eight hours straight. Um, and you don't think once, like, why are we doing this? Like, do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. it's like it's it's, it's it's bizarre. It's like a drugged yeah. out state, but everyone can't <laughs> stop laughing. Like, so I genuinely yeah. laughed more with it with the boys over the last few years of those moments. And little things like someone will say something in in band jokes or a nickname or something, and you can't explain it. You just got tears running down your face then for like two hours in a van, which is pissing somebody off in the van because they're the one who's like, is tired, and the rest of giggly kids, like you know. And it's weird. My we uh, we did a gig once in in Newcastle, and I got an older brother, so obviously. Gary, my youngest, my younger brother is the drummer. So me and Gary have been in the band since forever. My older brother wanted a, he wanted to have a night out in Newcastle. So we had a gig in Newcastle. He was like, 
I've always wanted to go to Newcastle. I'm coming. I'm coming with you. And we were like, dude, this ain't a night out. Like this is. It's going to be fucking totally different to what you're imagining. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to come. So he did just that. He sat in the van with us, and then he, you know, you load. He helped us load in. He managed to get two beers, watch his play, load out. And then we, we got home and he's like, why the fuck do you bother doing this? Like, <laughs> Where is the fun? Like, and we were like, yeah, it's not it's not for everyone. Like, it's just not for everyone. He was like, why the fuck? I wouldn't drive six hours to have a meal. What can what are you doing? You've got half an hour on stage. What the fuck is it? Like, I, you can't, 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 can't argue with it. But it's like, like you said, it's just, it's not meant for everybody, is it? So, uh, yeah. I remember when we were starting and um, oh, we did an interview, Shane. I, I don't know if you remember. I can't remember, when, remember where it was spe- specifically, but I remember the person saying, um, oh, have you got any got any tour stories or something? Do you remember that? And like we were like, ah. Uh, and it was because it was so early on. We had loads from like the past and growing up and stuff. And I remember us talking about random stories of like chickens being kicked on the street in Bonamine and stuff when we were kids, like, you know, playing uh, playing pub gigs. But yeah. nothing with the crows now. There's just so many. There's so many we can't bloody say, but there's so many. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's so many like we've got now where they're just unexpe- unexplainable. And I think sometimes if, if you start telling them, some people be like, "What? That is it?" Because to us as band and musicians, they're hilarious. It's that part of being road warriors. You're on the road, yeah, at yeah, yeah. Four o'clock in the morning, like, and someone's had like a, a funny five minutes or something, or um, like you said, you know, a few beers, and you got that journey. Then eight hours in the van, no feeling like that, but do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like. I, I don't know why we do it, but it's worth more than anything, to be honest. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. I think that, that has given me more, you know, just in terms of life experiences than anything I've ever, you know, been through. Those I wasn't spent in the van with the boys and, um, you know, people in and out of sleep and whatever else, you know, and, and stuff, and just singing along to the most cheesy music you could ever imagine, you know, I mean, just to be able to stay awake, like... Neil Diamond and Jimmy Nail and all this kind of crazy stuff on, on, on the iPod just just to make sure that everybody's, you know, yeah, sort of concentrating on what they're doing driving wise and stuff. And uh, yeah, just those crazy stories that you say that that aren't funny to anybody else, but within that rehearsal room, the five of you are cracking up about something so random. You just can't you just can't something just, you know, special about those moments that you can't replicate anywhere else, like, you know. Yes, it's um it's, it's good. It's, it's good. It's good. It's, it's, like I said, it's just giving me a richer life, I guess. You know what I mean? Without even thinking about it properly. Yeah. You mentioned Neil Diamond then, and I'll immediately remember that moment, Ron, when we coming back from download. Um, yes. Yeah. See, it's like yeah. Like not um, not the pilot we just done two years ago, um, where we played download three times in two days. But like he was, we were all steaming. And just singing Neil Diamond the top of our, they were, the shirts were off. We were climbing the fence, the bus stopped because we had to wait for traffic. We all get out of the bus, <laughs> started climbing the fence, and then the bus starts going off. We're like get back in the van. It was he was just uh, and and he went. Hey, a little bit there isn't anybody better to celebrate with those than a bit of Neil Diamond, like you know, Fed was. It was, but if anybody would have, well, I think they did hear it. I think that's the fucking problem. The campsite did hear it, but we were, like you said, we we're in that in 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 the, in the fucking bus, tops off, and it was just like literally lost in the moment, and then shouting for beer, weren't it? We need more beer. Come on, drive, get us get us to the hotel. We need beer, and um and lover, 
someone we know who happened to hear us and was like, oh, it's those fucking crows it is. She turned up with a load of beers and went, shut the fuck up, from Wales as well. Shut the fuck up, there you go. Shut the van door. We were like, way, and then we cranked it back up then. <laughs> hey, they, they didn't hold the game too, did they? Because they had to back on the main stage next year, so, hey. Yeah, <laughs> man. And is is that where the band are at the moment? It's all good vibes in the camp, obviously. Like I said, you've you've now signed with Uric Records as well, which helps because um, you get a, you know the proper campaign. Um, you're on a, on on the label with ourselves, the Wagons, amongst others. Skindred have just signed as well, so it's yeah, man. You know that that Buck, uh, Buck Cherry has just signed as well because you've got the, yeah. the tour as well. But that's that's just been announced as well. Am I right? Yeah, man, that's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, for us. You know, I mean, those, you know, to be, um, you know, part of that same, just even on the same roster, it sort of added, you know, brownie points and, and kudos stars to, you know, to us. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been great. You know, it's been great. It's like, like I said to you before, Ron, you know, like when we were in Avenue McDonald's and said, I just want people to hear what, what we, you know, what we do. And then it'll, it'll, work for itself in terms of, you know, if, if what we've written is good enough, then essentially things will start to happen. But if not, you know, we just want to put them in the position where somebody's going to listen to it, you know? Yeah. And, um, and that's it. I think in terms of, you know, exposure and stuff, you know, we, 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 I don't think we could be in much of a better position to be honest, but, um, you know, and that, and that comes in, you know, with being able to share a stage with you guys and, and, and Cardinal Black, um, at the end of the month, um, it's just phenomenal, you know. I just never, never foresaw this happening, you know, for us um, so soon. Um, and we're just so fucking happy to be part of everything, you know. We're just we're like a Labrador with a ball, with a new ball. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> and um, yeah, we just we just want to work. We just want to play, and just just work our best. Like I said, we got the Buck Cherry tour at the end of this year. Touch wood, yeah. fingers crossed. You know, with everything goes as we want it to go so that we can actually get out and, and, and you know, that happens. Um, yeah, man, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just really positive vibes, like you said. So I'm um, just hoping that that we can we can do something tangible enough that it sticks and we can use that as a base ground to, to start, you know, making our own way up the mountain, you know? So yeah. we're just going to work as much as we can and that's all we can do, I guess, you know, so... And talking yeah. about being being back out and and stuff like that, I, we've been talking about our adventures being back on the road. But you boys have been back on the road as well, is that right? Yeah, so we did um, we we did uh, Love Rocks in June. I think it was one of the first gigs, one of the first festivals that went ahead. So we did that, and that was, uh, it was just incredible. It was just it was just a weekend full of hugs. Um, you know, we've not seen people for so long, and seeing loads of bands and loads of people. It was just really, really, and the weather, it was, ah, it was scorching as well. It was such a nice day uh, down in Bournemouth. And um, that was phenomenal. That was just so good. It was really, uh, really just nice to be able to have, you know, it, it was weird. It was like, we, we were just all of a sudden, we were on stage and we were like, hang on a minute, this is happening. It's like 18 months worth of waiting for this. And then it just kind of, just kind of, just, yeah, it was just really positive, amazing vibes coming off the back of it. We came off and then we got asked to go back next year immediately, um, sub-headline as well. So we've gone up a few spaces just from that 45-minute set that we did. Um, 
And then we did Southfest in Leicester, or outside Leicester on Friday night, gone, uh, which is uh, a charity, like a festival for, festival for Ian's chain charity, which supports mental health and stuff. So that was really cool. Um, I think uh, Scam were headlining it. Uh, so we got um, the majority of their set after we played uh, Ashton Reeks were there, uh, Jack G. Hutchinson. Um, so that was good. And then we went up to Wildfire then on Saturday. Um, and then we came home straight after it. So I'm still a bit jet lagged, to be honest. But uh, it was good. It's been good. Yeah. Nice to see everybody, you know, to see, like you said, for gigs to be happening again after so long. It's just really, uh, it's really positive. Did you and the boys feel you were out? Did you and the boys feel you were out longer? Like, as in, did it? Did um, I was trying to explain it earlier to 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 Chris and Tom. Like, um, it's weird. Like, I I think Shane knows what I mean. It's like normally, like, this is the best way I can explain it. So when I say to family or friends around, uh, oh, it's only three hours away, they'll go, you mad, you know? Or or some people I know will like. They'll travel four hours and they, they, they'll have to have a stop or have an hotel or whatever. But, like, to us normally when, like, Shane talks about being match fit and stamina on stage and that, but it's almost like the traveling as well because... Yeah, 100%, yeah. We got our our stamina bar, like our traveling bar, for example, up to at least, like, a good eight to ten hours <laughs> of, yeah, like... Yeah extent like you know a non-luxury traveling and stuff so anything short that was like oh we you you know oh six hours oh we you brilliant oh is that all oh god you know um <laughs> but like i think the first one was bradford for us in particular and well i think we made a joke about it last week it was like we were in a paradox but when it was like we looked at the old google maps and it was four and a half hours it was like oh no no worries i'll be easy Seven hours later. <laughs> Unbelievable, right? Like, wait, it said on the sat-nav, 16 minutes to your destination, right? That's 16 minutes, but that was like three hours. I couldn't, it was the longest 16 minutes of my life. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. The, worst, the worst one as well, and check is out. So Shane, um, me and Shane traveled up together. And um, the worst one was, we were talking away, or we said something, and I just looked, and he knows, he fucking knows me so well. He's like, you haven't taken the turn in a bit. I was like, Nope. I was like, don't worry, everybody loves a, a, a detour. It's only 16 minutes, Shane. It's only 16 minutes. Three minutes late, I'm fucking tamping. I'm paying £11 toll out of my own money <laughs> oh, as well. No I'm paying £11 toll. We literally got off. We did the toll. We went around a roundabout. And I was like, there we go. That was that done. <laughs> and then literally got back on that? track. Yeah. Where was that? Was that like on the, the M6? Oh, oh, yeah, M6. And I, oh, I yeah. supposed to take the M42. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And I can still see the fucking roads now. But I had this new van and I used a different map, as I explained to Shane. So I was expecting like a different automatic pilot sometimes. So I'm expecting yeah, something yeah, to yeah. come up. It didn't come up. And as I'm passing it, I just had the face and he knew the face. He's like, I'm taking a turn in red. I'm like, oh, no. Fuck. And I was fine with that. I was like, oh, I'll be fine. But it's only 16 minutes. The map saying 16 minutes is fine. Four minutes late. He's like, oh, you can hear me rage. I'm like, oh, fucking 11 pound. Fucking 11 pound to see a roundabout, Greeno. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I know, but you're right. You're right. Because like we, um, like, you know, we, we left Wales at 12 o'clock for Leicester and like on the sat now three hours and we were like ah piece of piss you know so that like being people like you said you know coming from Wales I mean fucking hell it's like 
<laughs> we're, we're the arse end of to, to get to anywhere gig wise anyway do you know what I mean it's, it's always an, an extra hour on top for, for like most Welsh bands and so like three hours fine it took us three hours to get out of Wales because of um, traffic and you know school holidays and being a Friday afternoon uh, I don't know like we were sitting there and we were like I was looking and I was going fucking hell how do we not remember the traffic the roads are shit on Friday like yeah. it took us yeah. like eight hours to get to Leicester and uh, yeah, so we were straight straight in the deep end. It was like, whoop, there you go, eight hour eight hour journey. It's like, oh, you know, Fridays are a nightmare, man. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, but um, yeah, I know what you mean. I I did really bad back since uh, since um, coming back from Wales. I just sitting in the van. I got up, but when I think I was so tired, jet lagged, went to sleep Sunday night, and like woke up on Monday. I was like, oh my back, man. It's just like, yeah, I'm not getting fit. I'm not I'm not travelling fit yet. So. Uh, <laughs> There we go. But like the best thing is, boys, Cardiff is like forty minutes away. So exactly, brilliant. But it's brilliant. I mean, I don't have a problem in a van because I normally wake up and see about three or four angry faces because I've had like two hours, three hour kip, and they're all like, "How oh, does he fucking kip?" Like, do you know what I mean? Ah, um, oh, but Wayne, Ronnie will sleep on a chicken's lip. It's unbelievable. This <laughs> is me it's, right it's, off. It's a good skill to have, though, isn't it? When you're in a van, oh, but. But, I wish I had it. This one was so special because we had crew. So it wasn't just the band, it's the crew sitting with us and everything. And a few of them we hadn't met before or, you know what I mean? So, like, literally, it wasn't just the band. I woke up and I'm looking at the fucking TM staring at me going, how the fuck? You just fucking just literally... Um, and it's the fact, like, I won't apologise. Well, I'm going to literally put my head down and within minutes, like, you, you know... Like, you, you, goes like, yeah. he goes, oh... How long have I been sleeping in? Like you. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Four yeah. hours. <laughs> our, our like, ah, matchsticks and I go. Our bass player does it. He, 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 our bass player brings slippers, dressing gown, and pillows into the back of the van and he'll chuck them down. And literally within, he'll kind of catch up and all the thing. Oh, is everybody going here? Blah, blah. And then I sit and he'll just sleep. And then he'll, he'll wake up if he wants to go to the toilet or something. And then we'll have to stop. And then he's. It's amazing, and like Gary and I are up front because Gary's driving, and uh, sometimes we swap. And I'm it's my job to keep them awake, so I just chat and absolute bullshit to keep each other awake. And yeah, they're in the back, just fucking loving life. Like, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I love it. So we touched on it. Um, so coming up for you boys, obviously, uh, we got we got the smashing. This is this is coming up now, all together in the castle. Um, which is going to be a great day. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And then, like you said, then the new single's coming out in September. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the Buck Cherry Tour. Fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah, so, I, yeah, fingers crossed. Touch yeah, so we got, uh, so we, we, like I said, we're going to have a bunch of singles um, released through, from the end, from now until the end of the year. Um, and then into January next year when, See through blue will drop. Um, yeah, so I mean, we're just literally, we're just everything we're doing is just is just going to be focused on that for the next year. Um, so yeah, there'll be singles coming off the back of it. Obviously, we've got the castle show with you, which is just it's just a Brucey bonus. I just you know, it's, for us, it's just you know, we're so humbled to be on it, boys. I mean, I can't imagine how fucking buzzing you 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 guys are after selling. Castle, you know, Carl Castle out in 24 hours. It's insane. Um, and we're just so humbled to be on there. 
so thank you for that, boys. Jeremy, I know I've said it a few times, but we really do appreciate it. So, um, so it's just amazing you've asked us. Um, so once that is done, we've got a few gigs in September. I think we've got uh, we've got a gig of, of our own in in uh, September in Cardiff in Fool, uh on the twenty fifth. I think twenty fifth of September. So it's going to be a bit of a a bit of a difference from going from Cardiff Castle to Fool, but hey, you know it's it's, it's the way it rolls. Um, yes, yeah, so we've just got gigs coming around, and like I said, it's just everything's just going to be based around selling as many pre-orders and then just trying to get uh, see through blue into some sort of charting position um, and then going from there and see what happens but um, yeah we're going to be busy and we're going to be um, you know hammering the same old message so yeah you know, we don't apologize for it like but uh, that is what it is we've got to do I guess so uh, yeah no, nah, but you're a hard-working band. You know, we, we've seen that throughout the years, you know, being traveling a lot and, um, and a talented band, bro. So nothing but love from us. Wayne, thank you so much for joining us, Barry. Um, everyone, go and pre-order the album now. See Through Blue. Can't wait to hear the, re the rest of the singles, but there we go. Thank you, guys. Order. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon. Legend. You thank soon, you, brother. Wayne. Take care, bud. Take care, man. We're going to play guys. With the 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 first, uh, this was your first single, uh, which is Storm. Uh, and we're going to play the video now, Wayne. And we'll catch you for a beer in a couple of weeks. All right, buddy. Yeah, guys. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me on tonight, and uh, we'll see you in the castle. Cheers, sure. brother.
Thanks for listening to Crowcast Podcast. Don't forget, this episode is also available to watch on our YouTube channel. For up-to-date information on everything Crows, follow us on all our socials or visit our website, thosedamncrows.com. Tidy. Ta-da!